Hi there. You're listening to What's New Today, a kids and family podcast. Every Monday and Friday, I'm joined by a curious child from anywhere in the world, and together we explore one new story. It could be from science or sports or business or entertainment. In today's episode, I am joined by my co-host. Hi, I am Ashi Patel, and I am fourteen years old, and I am from India. And this is your host Sangeeta, also from India. Hi, Ashi. Welcome to this podcast show. Uh, have you had a good day so far? Yes, I have had a great day. My my school was cut short due to heavy rain. Oh wow, that's the best kind of day to have. Uh, is it still raining heavily wherever you live? No, when I reached home, the sun came out. So where do you live, Ashi? I live in Ahmedabad. In today's episode, Ashi and I discuss the new story of three Indians who are participating in a rather adventurous car rally called the Mongol Rally. Some of our co-hosts are enthusiastic to do their own research about the new story we discuss in our podcast. Mongol Rally. Uh, Ashi, have you heard of it? Yes, I have heard of it. It starts from UK and ends in Ulan Ude in Russia. And interestingly, this is a car drive or a car rally, which is not a race. I think yes. they've changed the destination. A lot of teams from different parts of the world. I think they begin their rally in the UK. Is it this year? They begin in Prague. Yeah, and I think they are not ending uh, the rally in. Ulan Ude in Russia because of the war going on there, and it's a no-go zone. So I think they are going to end it in Georgia. Georgia is a Eastern European country. Now the interesting thing about this car rally is it's not a race. and nobody cares whether you come first second or third and there is no fixed route so ashi if they had to start the car rally all the teams that are participating in prague uh, and they have to end in georgia what route can they take actually there is no route they can go anywhere they like so if they want to go from prague they can go to georgia they can go all the way down to africa and then go to georgia or they can go all the way up to the arctic circle and then come to georgia is that what you're suggesting yeah there is no fixed route so they can go wherever they like amazing let's go it sounds like a really adventurous car rally right now another yeah. very interesting rule in this car rally is if you look at the route that people have to take in this car rally they have got to drive through i think five mountain ranges three rivers and they've got to cross one big massive desert what kind of a vehicle if you had to take on to drive on mountains what kind of a vehicle would you like to take i prefer a powerful engine The, like a lorry
Have you ever had an opportunity to drive through mountain ranges? I have driven through mountains near Delhi and near Gujarat. When you are saying you have driven, I'm assuming you're an adult has driven the car, right? You don't have a driving license yet. Yeah, I rode with them. Okay, so do you do a lot of uh, driving trips with your family? Yeah, usually we do. Any interesting experiences? I'm not a much of an adventurous person when it comes to car drives, but recently we drove from Ahmedabad to Delhi. The most interesting memory was that there were some good restaurants along the way, so I still remember a paneer sabzi I ate and I ate it. Car drives usually do expose us to a lot of different varieties of foods. This car drive, the Mongol rally which just started two days ago, after many years, three Indians are participating. It's not something that many people try because it's a fairly adventurous car rally. There is no fixed route. You've got to drive through mountains and rivers and deserts. And if anything happens, if your vehicle breaks down, nobody out there is going to come from some roadside assistance service provider who will come and fix your car. And the worst part is that you said that if you had to, remember Rashi, you said that if you had to go up a mountain, you would like a vehicle with a very powerful engine. People who participate in the Mongol rally are not permitted to take a vehicle with an engine with a power greater than 1000 cc. What car do you have in your family? We have a Maruti Brezza. Even that Maruti Brezza that you have is 1500 cc. So even that is too powerful an engine that they don't allow in this car rally. So you have to use a, a really weak engine, less than 1000 cc and climb some of the tallest mountains in the world. So if you had to go on a trip like this, what would you first learn? I would first learn to fix a car if it gets broken down. We, learn, we will need to learn some good driving skills to drive up the mountains with a bad car. I would definitely pack some tools to fix the car if it gets broken down. Some first aid and obviously some good snacks. Good snacks, okay. What kind of snacks would you like to carry on this trip? Some chips and wafers. I really like to eat garlic toast and khamar. It is a Gujarati dish. How long do you think this trip will take? Uh, I think two weeks or yes. maybe four. So these guys actually allow a very big window. I think they're getting flagged off on the 16th of July. So they give you full six weeks to cover that trip. So if you start on the 16th of July, anytime by the end of September, you can reach Georgia. And here we go. Are we there yet? Uh, and uh, do you know what age you'll have to be? 16 plus, maybe. 16, I think, is the minimum age in many countries where you'll get a driving license. I don't think in India you'll get a driving license for a car at 16. I think in yeah, India... Yeah, it's 18. Ashi will not get a driving license till she's 18. Um, and I think you also need an international driving license permit 
which I think you get only after your 21 years. For all practical reasons, if Arshi and Sangeeta had to go on this trip, we would have to wait for seven more years till Arshi turns 21 and can get her international driving license permit. All right, what else do you think we would both have to do? Firstly, we will have to plan the trip and all the countries we have to go to. And then we have to get the visas of all those countries. You know, an interesting thing I read about a travelogue of three other Indians who've tried this before in the year 2015. They did this Mongol rally and they completed it in a car called the Tata Nano. Have you heard of it? Yes, I have. Yeah, it's quite, uh, quite small to fit three people in it. It just looks a little bit bigger than an auto and it's just a little bit uh, powerful than an auto. It is true. So when these three Indians uh, left on this trip in 2015, okay, Ratan Tata himself gave them a handwritten note wishing them the very best uh, for covering the mountain ranges and the deserts on a Tata Nano. Uh, and the Tata Nano actually came out intact at the end of the trip. It's amazing, right? Yeah, it is. Oh, wow. That's pretty amazing. So on this Mongol rally, the three Indians who are participating as a team, uh, they are twin brothers called Akshay and Advait and their friend Jaseem. So the three of them together have uh, started this rally from Prague very, very recently. Now, when you travel with your friends in a car or your family, even if it is within the city, do you guys uh, listen to music? Yeah, we do. If three friends are traveling together, it would be really hard to decide who gets to play the music. They might, they must fight a lot. Do you also have a lot of arguments with your siblings? Yeah, we do because of different tastes in music. I like pop and rap. My brother likes calm music sometimes and rock music sometimes. You know, these three friends, they have painted their car. I don't know if you've had an opportunity to read any news article about these three uh, people who have started on this rally. Have you had a chance to look at how their car looks? I think their car looks like a lorry. I know the engine cannot be as powerful like a lorry, but it might look like it. Yeah, they painted it to resemble that of a regular Indian lorry. And you know what they have called their team? The team is called Horn OK Please. I have seen that sign on trucks and tractors on the road. So that's probably why they've called themselves the Horn OK Please team from India. I really love their sense of humor when they've said that. Um, also, you know, when people go on this Mongol rally trip, remember you said you have to plan for your visas, you'll have to plan for which country you're going in, and you will carry some snacks. But what about staying? I think we can arrange some hotel bookings. But this Mongol rally is meant for people who are really adventurous. You may not even find a hotel if you are driving through some big, long desert stretch in Turkmenistan or Uzbekistan or Kazakhstan. So for a lot of them, they just, you know, it's like around sunset and they are tired and they just want to stop driving. 
they all carry a tent they just find the nicest place pitch a tent and they just go and sleep there and spend the night there but i'm guessing they'll also have to cook some food they can't manage 6 weeks with just chips and garlic toast right can you cook food nothing except maggi yeah i think that should suffice you can carry a lot of noodles packets and get water from a river so there is a very interesting story i read three travelers they were driving through georgia and it was sunset so they just pulled up by a small track near a village to pitch their tents and sleep there uh, a goat herder she came up to them and she was explaining through gestures right so imagine you are akshay or advait and you are driving through uh, georgia i don't know do you know all those languages that you'll have to speak in some 18 different countries that they have to drive through yeah that would be hard to manage oh my god if you have to drive through 18 different countries you will probably have to know a lot of dumb sharats so there was some goat herder lady who came and she gestured to them just like how you said using damsharas and then showed them a path where there was a where there was a clean river flowing through and so these people were very happy and they thanked them thanked that lady and they went and pitched their tent within just a few minutes later somebody else from perhaps that goat herder lady's family came and he smiled and uh, you know frantically moved his hands and head and all of that and showed them towards a barn nearby So what do you think they would have done? They would have followed. Yeah, they did. And uh, you know what they saw inside? Some products like food and stuff. The lady, that family of goat herds there, they were cooking a meal for the visitors also. So they invited them home and served them uh their dinner with some fresh fruits and chai or tea or, and coffee and all of that for them so a lot of people who go on this mongol rally they come back with stories about how the locals in these remote parts which we normally don't visit how welcoming and warm they can be so this their stories are just so heartwarming to listen and read if you ever go on the internet you can go and read about mongol rallies in 2012 or i think it started in 2004 so you'll have a lot of interesting stories would you like to go and meet such people in remote parts of the world i would be really glad if i meet them they seem sweet even in india if you ever get an opportunity to go to ladakh you'll find a lot of people who are very warm and welcoming i'm sure even if you go to northeast uh, which are which have many remote villages i've never been there but i've only heard stories that people there are very welcoming and there you know what food you'll get a lot by the roadside no i don't a lot of maggi noodles so ashish tell me what do you how do you like the idea of this mongol rally the fact that they have to deal with everything and they don't really have numbers of the assistants handy is very exciting and also i think traveling new places and meeting new people is also a very interesting thing and also we learn a lot of new things like fixing a car driving properly and surviving without food no no i think you'll have at least maggi noodles everywhere you go i'm sure you'll get food 
but yeah i think uh, learning how to pitch a tent in the wilderness and just spending the night under the stars is not an experience many of us have right we usually go with a hotel booking wherever we go so this is a completely unplanned adventure trip uh, for about anywhere between i think 2 weeks to 6 weeks so how much ever time people have they can take and they can get there so we wish advait akshay and jaseem the very best from what's new today and we hope to see you guys at the end of the rally before september hey good luck and we move on to the next interesting part of today's episode the quiz yes can i ask you three questions yes please question 1 where does this year's mongol rally start parag question 2 In 2015 three Indians managed to do this rally with a car with a very very small engine capacity. Can you tell me which brand car they used? The Tata Nano. In the last and the final question, why would you think this Mongol rally is unusual? Uh, I think because it does not have a fixed route, and you don't really get a prize when you reach there first or last. You just have to survive and get there. That's it from us today. Did you enjoy listening to this episode? Then please leave a rating. I would like to know how much you enjoyed it. Please click the follow and subscribe button on Spotify, Apple Podcast or Google Podcast or wherever you listen. Episodes come out every Monday and Friday and if there are any curious children out there who would like to join me and co-host an episode just like Ashi did today, please write to me at hello@wsnt.in. Thanks for listening. Are we there yet?